I don't know about you, but I don't think I could juggle engineering studies and running in the USF 2000 series. Our next guest is attempting to do just that. Prescott Campbell just got announced to run for exclusive autosport in 2020. He's coming off of a campaign where he won the Lucas Oil Formula Car Series in 2019. So let's get to know Prescott a little bit better and find out how he juggles schoolwork and racing and what he's looking forward to in the upcoming season. Stay tuned. Hundreds of drivers with dozens of teams compete in multiple series with one ultimate goal, to race in the Indianapolis 500. Yet each year, only 33 dreams come true. These are the stories that make up the 33 dreams of Indy. Prescott, Prescott Campbell, welcome to 33 Dreams of Indy. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. You got it. Fantastic announcement recently. Um, you're going to jump into the USF 2000 season with exclusive autosport. Tell me about that to opportunity, how that came together, and how excited you are. I'm very excited for this season, you know. Um, to get into the road to Indy, that's a dream to me. Um, just the path that it provides for these young drivers to go straight to IndyCar. Um, just see the drivers that have gone through it quickly, like Oliver. Um, it's very exciting to be a part of this program now. Um, I have to thank Lucas Oil and Cooper Tires for giving me the opportunity to get started in cars. You know, um, I wouldn't be in the position I am if um, the Cooper Tire Carding Scholarship shootout at the end of 2018 um, didn't happen. You know, that really gave me the start in cars and um, allowed me to get my foot in the door of the road to Indy. Um, and thanks to winning this championship in the Lucas Oil Formula Car Series, I was able to get a scholarship. Um, towards USF 2000 this year, and I've been able to apply that to run with exclusive Osport for this season. Um, I've tested with the team this offseason, had a really great experience. They had a really good focus on my learning and preparation for the season, which I really appreciated. Um, everybody was great to work with, extremely helpful, and I'm really looking forward to working with them this season. Had the opportunity to uh, see Michael uh, Duncalf at the uh, Sebring test uh, that was going on for um, both the, uh, at that time, Indy Pro 2000, because you hadn't been announced yet, and uh, they also had their Indy Lights effort there. Um, the first day that I arrived, the cars were uh, uh, basically in a teardown mode um, to see the team put the Indy Lights car back together see it on the track and to see Nikita doing such a good job uh, told me a lot about the dedication of the team and what they were doing and and uh, Michael and the resources that he's putting behind the effort uh, to be able to go into the season you're going to be teammates with although not at the same racing level but teammates with last year's USF 2000 champion uh, Braden Neves that has to give you a lot of confidence going into the season Yes, it sure does. You know, um, having his knowledge on the team will be extremely helpful to me, I believe. Um, when I tested with this team um, this offseason, Braden was there at the test um, running his Indy Pro 2000 car, and he was very open to helping me, giving me advice, and I really appreciated that. So I'm looking forward to picking his brain throughout this season. 
Yeah, if you if you can drive the car anywhere close to on the edge the way that uh, on the edge and under control the way the brain does, uh, you'll be doing uh, fantastic. So let's take a step back and and break down a little bit of your road. Um, I'm more of a storyteller, and I love to hear the stories behind uh, how you got into uh, racing. The uh, first thing I saw from the announcement that came out, uh, Newport Beach, California, uh, native, yet a resident of Oxford in the UK. So how did that come about? And also uh, Oxford Brooks University and your uh, studies that you're doing there. Yep, that's right. Uh, I'm from California originally. Um, that's where I grew up. Um, for most most of growing up, I actually grew up in Singapore when I was really young. I uh, moved there when I was one until I turned seven. Then moved back to California. Um, always wanted to get into karting. Had started watching Formula One at a very young age. Um, my uh, interest in motorsport definitely comes from my dad. He used to race, he used to race Formula Fords in the Northern California SCCA region. Um, and as soon as I could get into karting, when I moved back, I did. Uh, started racing cadet karts at 11 years of age. Um, moved up got, as soon as I got into shifter karts. Um, uh, I was running the stock Honda program. My goal was immediately to try to work up through those ranks as quickly as possible to get into the S1 Pro Shifter category. Um, and I was able to graduate to that level um, at the end of 2018 um, at the Scusa Super Nationals. Um, but at the same time, we had learned about the Cooper Tire Karting Scholarship Shootout. Um, it was the first year they were having it as the inaugural event. And my dad and I and my family, we just knew that we had to get on board. Um, and my mom particularly pushed for me to get into cars at this point. So we ran a little bit of the last bit of the season um, with the Lucas Oil Formula Car Series that year to get seat time in the car. Uh, went to the shootout. Um, it was a great experience. You know, um, they had a lot of notable figures in the motorsport industry as judges. They didn't just judge us on track. They had simulation events. They had interviews with Brian Till. They judged us on all aspects on and off the track. Um, and to win that was, you know, an honor for me. Uh, it really opened a door um, to get a full season in racing cars um, is not something that a lot of drivers get the opportunity to have like that. So I was very grateful um, and was able to compete in the Lucas Oil Formula Car Series the following season in 2019. Um, that was a great season. It, it did have its up and downs. Um, about halfway through the season, I was still competing at the pro level of shifter karting um, throughout the season to, you know, to get seat time, expose myself to that competitive environment while I'm away from the cars. Um, and I broke my femur in a karting accident at a club event um, in late June. Um, so unfortunately, because of that, I had to miss three of the rounds of the Lucas Oil Formula Car Series. Um, but I kept my, held, my head held high, uh, kept working hard to get back in the car, um, uh, pushing with physical therapy, everything I could, uh, back on the simulator as soon as possible, and was able to make the very next races after the ones I missed at the National Corvette Museum. Um, got the track record, won my first race back. I couldn't have asked for a better comeback. And from that point on, I knew that I had a chance at a comeback at the championship. So basically just did everything I could on track, consistent results, um, and eventually came down to the finale at Sebring International Raceway. Um, the top three drivers were all 
in the position. Actually, the top four drivers were all in position to win the championship going into the very last race. I was in third at the time, just a few points behind the rest. Um, and I had to win um, while the championship leader had to finish third or worse um, for me to win the championship. Um, and I managed to pull it off. I actually finished second and was still able to win the championship just. Um, and wow, that was an amazing feeling, uh, especially with all that happened throughout the season. Um, I definitely uh, have to give, I have to thank um, everybody at the Luke Soul School of Racing for really keeping my motivation high, keep telling me that I'm still in this championship no matter what happened. Um, and especially my family, they're the ones with me throughout the whole thing. They're the ones that helped me throughout the recovery. Um, and they're the ones that were pushing me to, to keep trying, you know. Um, and thanks to them, I was able to pull it off and get the scholarship for USF 2000 this year. So have you been back in the cart since the accident? Um, because that's something where you see a lot of drivers that uh, when they're in a, a championship setup, they don't want to go to the other series yet you, and you see some teams that don't allow uh, drivers to go into your, I don't think you're quite to that level yet. Seat time is very important, but have you been back in the cart since then? Yeah, seat time is very important. And no, I have not been back in the cart since then. <laughs> Is that because yeah, I, of the accident uh, or I mean, or is it because the cart was uh, put on the shelf? Uh, uh, tell me a little bit more about that uh, decision. No, surprisingly, the cart is actually uh, not in that bad of shape. The chassis is in good condition. Um, we haven't gotten it back together. I just haven't been home that much since um, moving to England for school. So okay. uh, I think I will stay away from carts for a while. There are plenty of other opportunities to get seat time. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, Oxford Brooks University uh, motorsports engineering student uh, that um, how'd you get into that program and how has the engineering assisted you or potentially hindered you when you're behind the seat uh, of overthinking things yes well uh, I've always had an interest in engineering both my parents are engineers um, and I think my interest in engineering really does stem from my interest in motorsport um, watching Formula One, all the development battles um, that happened between the teams. That was something that really interested me. Um, and, you know, Formula One is the pinnacle of engineering of all industries, I believe. It's one of the fastest moving engineering industries, and it was one that I definitely wanted to get involved in. Um, so during high school, I was involved with, in robotics, and I really um, developed a passion for CAD design. I knew that I wanted to get into mechanical engineering, and the motorsport industry if possible um but really going being in the u.s i didn't really know if there was a way i could branch my way into into the motorsport industry and formula one in particular over in europe um and when we found out about this about this school after Brooks university which is actually through hearing the story of one of the engineers in indycar um i just knew this is where i wanted to go i put all my efforts and my application towards um, coming to Oxford Brooks University. You know, their school has industry connections unlike any other school. Um, to Formula One in particular, they have alumni at every school. Um, and I knew that if I wanted to work at the pinnacle of engineering, particularly in motorsport, this is where I had to go. So I've had the conversation with uh, Matt Round Garrido as to coming to the States. And his biggest challenge, believe it or not, was food. What has been your biggest challenge in England? Oh, in England. Hmm. Well, I definitely think um, the rigor of the school is, 
is uh, quite hard. The academic side of it is pretty competitive. Um, you know, the food, it's not the best, but I, I, don't, I don't think it's because of where I am. I just think it's because, you know, engineering campus, that's where I find myself all the time, cafeteria food sort of thing. Um, yeah, the weather's, the weather's not bad. Not as bad as people were expecting it to be for me. Um, it's quite mild. I mean, it is quite gloomy, but nothing harsh, thankfully. California boy with that uh, cloud deck over it's probably like you picked up a move to Seattle is what you feel like <laughs> of, uh, being, <laughs> a bit, yeah. being in that uh, weather so made the made the progression through carts I found it interesting as well uh, without diving into the carting too much but you were right into the shifters um, then taking that experience um, being invited as one of 30 uh, to participate in that Lucas oil shootout uh, winning that, um, which got you into the Formula Car Series, winning that series, which uh, provides a partial scholarship into the USF 2000 this year, um, right on the particular path. Um, has Oliver asked you, obviously he's been an inspiration to a lot of drivers, has that put any added pressure on you because of how quickly he progressed through the ranks and thinking that I need to replicate this in order to be noticed? No, I actually, I think it does quite the opposite. I don't think it puts any pressure. Um, I think it actually demonstrates um, that doing something like he did is possible. And knowing that it's possible, it gives me the confidence that someone like me can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, he's someone I have looked up to. He came from Shifter Carts in Florida too. Um, and he was actually a judge at the Cooper Tire Karting Scholarship Shootout when I competed. So I got to meet him there. And yeah, um, really great guy and definitely someone I look up to. Yeah. One of, one of the good Florida drivers. So I have to root for them as well uh, to go through. Um, so I found out about the engineering and the, the school that you did. Also saw that you interned with Dale Coyne Racing in the 2019 Indianapolis 500. That has got to be an experience of a lifetime. Oh, it sure was. And that's actually thanks to my connection, um, Trevor Greensmith. He was an engineer at Dale Coyne Racing at the time. He's a graduate of Oxford Brooks University here. Um, he is how his story is how I found out about Oxford Brooks University in the first place. Um, and thanks to him, I got to meet him at the Long Beach Grand Prix last year. Um, for the first time, and he mentioned that the opportunity to work for the team at Indy might be possible, and I was uh, I was stunned by that comment, and immediately had to pursue it. Thankfully, it was possible. Yeah, so it was a it was a great experience. Full two weeks at Indy, um, all, all the practice and everything, um, getting to be in the pit lane. I was uh, on Santino Ferrucci's car. Um, just being involved in that event was just something unlike anything else. You know, I was working hard. One of the hardest two weeks of my life. You know, really pushing there. Um, but it was so cool to be behind the scenes, see how the engineers work with the drivers, getting to work with the mechanics and being a part of a team effort like that was unbelievable. I can imagine in the build up you were involved with, I think one part you were talking about was, uh, uh, 3d printing and, and some of the components that you've worked with on 3d printing and being able to put that together, driver cooling, those types of systems. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, yeah, one of my main tasks that I was responsible for throughout the two weeks was Craig Hampson, Sebastian, four days engineer um, last year. He designed these really cool driver cooling fans that were 3D printed and made out of carbon rod and things like that. So my job was to assemble them, troubleshoot them, make sure they were working properly. 
And uh, yeah, it was great to see something that I put together on the cars at the races. And even in the races following, like at Mid-Ohio, for example, they pay attention. Um, they might still have them on the cars this year, Dale Coyne, um, in the pit lane and things. They'll have those driver fans on the drivers. So uh, maybe not this year with the aero screen, but yeah, it's certainly cool to see on TV. Well, I'm, I'm going to kid a little bit from seeing the comments on Twitter, Facebook. People have warmed to the aero screen. Definitely a, a safety uh, innovation that's needed. Uh, but they're just going to put a big ceiling fan like you have in your house over the top of the aero screen. And that way they'll be able to get enough air in for the driver and keep them cool. Right. <laughs> it would be effective. It would work. Yeah, just have it as a, a directional. You can have it oscillate and uh, be able to go. But uh, um, that that is got to be a, an amazing experience. Uh, like to tell my own stories. I'm not anywhere mechanical whatsoever. I leave that to my brother. Um, but as a teenager, I worked on a stock car that ran the uh, Northwest Tour. Um, so it was responsible for tires and uh, tire readings and making sure the radios, This we're, we're, I'm dating myself, but we're back in the early 80s. Um, so having local track radios to be able to communicate with the driver was uh, uh, very much, uh, we were getting the drivers, or we were getting the radios from uh, El Helicopter uh, and uh, Aviation and, and putting those in. And now they're just small little radios that you are able to clip into the car. But back then, it was a it was a pretty good brick that would go in the back. Uh, if you've seen the scene in uh, Ford versus Ferrari, where he has the big computer sitting next to him, it wasn't quite that <laughs> right, bad. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'd make sure that that was mounted and and um, uh, different things. That experience, I, I learned as much from from that experience and my high school basketball coach as I did uh, out of any other t- things growing up. So. Um, what a what a great opportunity, and then getting to to take in everything that, that was there at Indy. Uh, so we're we're weeks away from the preseason, and and uh, you're gearing up. What are you doing to prepare? Will we see you at Homestead uh, for the preseason testing? Yes, you definitely will, and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, I think I think it's 23 days until St. Pete, if that's correct. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting back in the car. You know. Um, I've, I've fell in love with the USF 17 chassis ever since I drove it for the first time and striving something with wings and slicks like that is just, is just so fun. And, um, yeah, I'm having a great time getting, getting used to the car really. Um, yeah, I go back to Florida, nice sunny weather. I'm really looking forward to learning some new tracks when I'm there. I've never been to Homestead and of course never been to St. Pete. Excuse me. Um, and, uh, yeah, really looking forward to getting back in seat. Yesterday, they started track build at St. Pete, um, so that's always exciting living here in Clearwater and, and St. Pete, and um, really a time for us in the Tampa Bay area to shine, and we're definitely looking forward to that. Um, also want to interject, uh, uh, you'll have an opportunity to see the mobile sim lab, some metric labs, a presenter of the uh, 33 Dreams Dandy and a, a proud um, uh, partner with the Road Dandy series, they're going to have their mobile lab there that you, uh, is a simulation uh, that actually has the car model for the USF 2000. So you can't find that on iRacing. It is actually there. Uh, three wow. 75 inch uh, monitors that you're almost like you're in a uh, audio booth or recording studio where you're in the seat 
and then the data is collected outside. Uh, they also use the uh, Toby Pro eye tracking system uh, to be able to watch that. So uh, we're, we're thankful for uh, Symmetric Labs for uh, presenting 33 Dreams of Indy, and uh, you'll be able to check that out at Homestead. I know Greg is going to have the uh, uh, 45-foot rig there um, for drivers to be able to take a look at. So uh, uh, that'll be exciting to see. Uh, you'll also get to uh, connect with uh, the uh, Team USA uh, winner, one of the two Team USA scholarship winners, Josh Green, uh, and you'll be uh, battling it out with him this season. Take a moment and talk about that experience of the Team USA uh, scholarship um, and what you went through there at uh, Road America. Yeah, you know, that was an unbelievable experience. Um, I've always paid attention to the Team USA Scholarship ever since I heard about it a few years ago when I was looking to get into car racing. Um, and to be picked as a finalist, you know, was an honor for me, definitely. Um, and getting to go there and meet all the other competitors, we're all very like-minded and it was really cool to learn from each other. Um, I we were, It was a really friendly experience um, and I really appreciated that from all the other drivers. And um, I think we all got along very well. Uh, one of the really cool aspects of it was was, was really the judges um, that were present. Um, they're all really um, notable figures again in the motorsport industry, and and they were they were since we had so many judges, we were able to have one person on each corner of Road America. Um, and when we were doing data debriefs, we we were we were by ourselves with all of the judges. So when we went go through the data trace. Um, we were able to get feedback from every single person that was able to relate what they saw in person to what was showing on the data. And that just really accelerated the learning process a lot. I thought that was really cool. Um, and, you know, the opportunity that Jeremy gives for these drivers is unbelievable. I was able to actually attend the um, Formula Ford Festival at Brands Hatch, um, being in England. And it was really cool to catch up with Josh and uh, Josh and Scott there. It was really cool to see. Um, and just, yeah, thankful to be a part of that program. Yeah. Really, it sounded like it's a fantastic experience, and uh, Jeremy puts on a great program. And um, we were talking about Oliver Askew, but now you have the opportunity to kind of break that string of being a champion that was a non-Team USA scholarship winner uh, versus the ones that are in there. Uh, but just to be selected as a finalist out of the group, uh, that's a tremendous honor. Couple things I want to touch on uh, sponsors. I always like to give you an opportunity. I gave a shout out to uh, one of our sponsors here. Give you an opportunity to uh, give a shout out. Uh, I acknowledge those that help you uh, put the wheels on the track. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, I'd like to thank, of course, the Lucas Oil School of Racing. Um, they really have given me the opportunity to be where I am today. TMI put in the door of the road to Indy and to start racing cars in the first place. Um, yeah, and also Cooper Tire, you know, their inaugural, inaugural scholarship shootout is really what allowed me to get started in cars. And they're playing a part in my scholarship for USF 2000 as well. And the road to Indy. Um, I have to thank them all for my for my scholarship opportunity for this season. Um, I'd also like to thank Belt America. You know, as a champion, I'll get their gear for this season, their top-of-the-line equipment, which I'm really excited to use. Mm -hmm. um, I'd also like to thank a team sponsor, Aero Sustainable Paint Technology. Um, they do all the uh, the livery and wraps on the exclusive Autosport cars, and um, that's why they look so great. I'd like to thank them as well. Um, and, of course, most of all, I'd like to thank my parents. You know, they're the ones – they're the whole reason I'm here. Um, without them and without them believing me and 
and backing me and um, being behind me, I just I would not be in racing at all in the first place, let alone where I am now. So I'd like to thank all of them very much. So you're heading into the USF 2000 series, right into the road dandy. Um, when you started in shifter carts, this was a, a dream, but I want you to dream a little bit more with me. What would it be like to start and run in the Indianapolis 500? Uh, wow, well, that would be, uh, be an unbelievable feeling um, to qualify. Uh, it would be unbelievable to feel all of what I've been doing, all of the hard work that I had that, that I would have done up to that point to finally turn into an accomplishment such as that um, would just feel unbelievable. Um, and I'd really be grateful for the opportunity to compete in the race and demonstrate my ability in front of in front of the crowd in one of the most watched races in the world. You had the opportunity to be with the team last year. Uh, so did you get an opportunity to go out on the grid on race day? Oh, I definitely did. Um, and it was, it was crazy that just to be there with the pre-race rituals was really cool. Um, it's just to see how many people are in the stands. It's just completely mind blowing. Um, uh, and, quite overwhelming to say the least um and to be you know be part of the pit lane that was a a stressful environment but you know to be in it all and have the radio and hear what's going on i was actually uh santino's lollipop man for all the pit stops in the race mm -hmm. and one of the coolest things was getting to hear you know poncho carter his spotter um telling how to set up passes and everything that was just just to hear exactly everything going on corner by corner um through the spotter and santino and their conversation was really cool um, and in the race, you know, we had, we had a bit of trouble almost, um, with a yellow flag coming out right at the, one of the end of our fuel stints and to have them come back through the field right at the end, be top place rookie, uh, was an amazing feeling to accomplish that, that with the team and play a part in, uh, in making that happen. Yeah. In, India is something else. I'll put it in perspective for you. Uh, this year will be my 21st straight Indy 500. I've been going to the Indy 500 longer than you've been alive. Uh, I know that's nowhere near some folks that have been going the 30, 40, 50 years. Uh, yet for me, it's uh, quite an accomplishment. It's been very important to myself, my family's life, uh, um, my brother and I. And uh, yeah, there's there's something special about Indy and for you to be able to experience it. Um, in all of my years of, of doing business goal setting, um, life goal setting, what you got to accomplish of being on the grid for the start of the race or to, to be associated with that has always been one of my goals that I've put down. You know, some people say, I want to own a Ferrari. I want to do this. Mine is to be able to participate in the month of May and, and to do that on race day. So uh, congrats on you. Um, you, you have something that I've, I've wanted for a long time and I still aspire to it. And Knock on wood, we'll uh, make that happen here in the, in the near future. Uh, Prescott, um, absolutely great to uh, catch up with you, uh, exchange back and forth. Uh, we'll be keeping track of you throughout the season uh, as we uh, um, go on the road. Um, that's going to be quite a travel schedule. How are you going to handle schooling during the uh, racing season? Are you going to be going some back and forth or online classes or talk to me about that process? That's the last part I want to touch upon. Right. You know, it, it'll definitely be a challenge, but I'm not one to back away from one. Um, the first three races uh, will be in the end of my second semester, but apart from that, all the other races are in the summer. So I will be doing a bit 
I've tra traveled back and forth between St. Petersburg, Circuit of the Americas, and IMS. Um, but apart from that, I'll be back in California during the rest of the racing season. Um, thankfully, in the UK, schooling is quite different than the US. Um, attendance isn't um, considered in the grade. So as long as you can catch up, all the lectures are put online, thankfully. So I will be doing a lot of review and work ahead of time. But my goal is to do all the work so when I go to the races, that's all I need to focus on. And it's definitely possible to get all the work out of the way when I, when I, when I can. So, um, right. yeah, it'll be a challenge. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to get the season started. I know others have done it. Christian Rasmussen has completed his studies over, overseas uh, while he's been racing. Uh, Colin Kaminsky would be uh, someone to check with. Uh, mm -hmm. Full level of classes at the University of Pittsburgh while he was competing in uh, uh, USF 2000 and now moving up to Indy Pro uh, 2000. So uh, there's a couple folks that while you're there at uh, uh, testing. You can uh, talk to them about the schooling side of it. Uh, Prescott, wish you nothing but the best and for the uh, A-team um, of exclusive autosport as you go into the season. Uh, look forward to uh, keeping track with you. Uh, folks, uh, young drivers like this, uh, giving them exposure. It's a passion of mine. I'm thankful we're just hit over a thousand likes on Facebook and we've only been up and running for a short period of time. So uh, thank you so much for that. Um, if you like this, hit the subscribe button. Uh, also, we're on all of the major podcast players as you start your travels throughout the racing season as you're um, maybe not traveling as much as going to the UK and back. But uh, if you're going to the races, I would love for you to add 33 Dreams of Indy into the rotation. Send me a note. Uh, give me some feedback on what you think about the show. I uh, would love that. And to, so until we catch up at Homestead and uh, for all the rest of you, until next time, Prescott and the rest of you, keep dreaming. Thank you very much, Robert. Thank you.